entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Baby formula. Really? America has America has a shortage of baby formula. And what's being done about it? Well, there's a lot of well, there's a, there's a lot of uh, wringing of hands, and and Biden said that it was going to get tough if we went against, you know, Vladimir Putin. Is that is this what he meant, or? Oh no no no! It's the government. They they still haven't come out with their investigation of one of the baby formula factories. So what is it that America can do? Instead of sitting around whining about it and making parents, honestly, if I had a newborn, especially one that had special needs of formula of certain sort, I would be losing my mind right now. So is there anything we can do? We go there in 60 seconds. So what is it that truly motivates our kids? What shapes them? Well, I will tell you experiences, uh, experiences and things that excite their imagination. I knew I wanted to be in radio when I was eight years old. My eighth birthday, my mom got me a record set called the Golden Years of Radio. And I sat there and I listened to all of these these great old radio shows. And I it it set my imagination on fire with the spoken word. That's what I wanted to do now. What is setting your kid's mind on fire? I mean, you know, besides TikTok, which is, you know, nothing more than a Trojan horse for China, but don't worry about it. Everybody's using it. Tuttle Times. Try the Tuttle Times. It's a monthly magazine for kids from the creators of the Tuttle Twins, and every issue has big ideas that promote personal responsibility and freedom, owning your own health and education, as well as profiles about kids who start their own businesses. Set your kid's mind on fire. Get the magazine now at a reduced price, $49 for the entire year. Inspire your kids at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the magazine now, $49 for 12 months. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Bethany Mandel. She's a contributing writer for the Deseret News, editor of Heroes of Liberty book series, and the latest target last night of a man once known as Keith Oberman. Um, I, I mean, he's, I sure he's, that's his, still his name, but most people don't know his name anymore. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second. Bethany, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. You bet. So we were talking about this yesterday in a meeting, and I don't understand it. Uh, the baby formula shortage. I, I don't know why nobody is doing anything about it. And I don't I really this bothers me. That we're living in a country that is now just expected to, you know, get over it, you know, if, yeah. you know, and that that's not America. So what's no, no, it's not. So what's happening with this? Take us from the problem to possible solutions. Sure. So. I mean, everyone is having supply chain issues across the board from, you know, everything from lumber to, you know, the car chips. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it turns out that there are consequences to shutting down your economy no. for a year and a half. 
Shocking. Yeah. Shocking probably to all your listeners, but there are unintended consequences to such an action. And this is one of those unintended consequences. Almost 50% of the baby formula uh, that our babies in America use is made in China. And, um, you know, Shanghai is currently locked down. (laughs) You can't get things on and off boats to and from China. Um, So there's a lot of that going on. Um, There's a lot of sort of staffing issues across the board. Um, that are leading, you know, to to drugstores and all these department stores having a hard time getting things on the shelves. But the sort of major precipitating factor was a massive recall at one of the biggest uh, formula companies called Abbott. And they found um, that there was a bacteria that had made its way into the formula can that was extremely dangerous to babies. And two babies died. So it wasn't a super duper overreaction on their part, but they decided to, in my personal opinion, um, do a recall that was maybe a little bit too broad. um, And they pulled a lot of formula off the shelves and there was no real plan for what do we, (laughs) how do we replace it uh, in the marketplace? And so um, there's also not really been a plan to test the formula that they pulled off the shelves to see if it was in fact safe. And it wasn't, um, hang so on just now, a second, but it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't that they just pulled this all off. They also shut the factory down and the factory is yeah. still not operating. Yeah, because they had to clean it. There was a bacterial infection so severe that it killed two babies and hospitalized, I think, six. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a really serious thing. And parents have to know that, you know, what they're feeding their baby is safe. But you know, this is sort of the, the lack of urgency that we see on the part of the government in <laughs> so many ways that we've really gotten a window into in the last two years, a a total lack of urgency to treat this as, as a, as an emergency. One one of my sort of favorite stories about this is during COVID um, we learned that the vaccine was somewhat dangerous to to teenage boys, that it was causing heart issues. And the, the FDA scheduled a meeting three weeks away on Juneteenth. And then when Juneteenth became a national holiday, they were like, you know, we're going to honor that holiday. We're just going to push it back another few weeks. And so the, like, we were administering a vaccine to teenage boys that was potentially, you know, life threatening to their hearts. And FDA pushed it off for five weeks. And that, that sort of lack of urgency and government bureaucracy that we saw with, you know, hearts of teenage boys, we're seeing the same thing with formula right now. So, you know, it's crazy. This is why you know, a centralized planning never works. Mm-hmm. It just yep. never works because the people in charge of all of it that have to give the go-aheads and everything else, they're government workers and ne- not yep. necessarily, you know, uh, the fastest or understand the concerns down the, down the line. Competent, let's be honest. What'd you say? <laughs> We're the most competent. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, all of us have sat in the DMV before and those, those are the people right now for sitting on the manufacturers, so the, like ability to get food out. What is the company waiting for from the government? I mean, they have to get the okay that everything is safe and that everything is sanitary and that they can, you know, release everything that they've pulled off the shelves. So they have they? So they have again. completed. The company has completed everything it was supposed to. We're just waiting for inspectors. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, I mean, they, they are ramping up. They say, I mean, the issue is also, you know, they, they are ramping up um, production, but um, they're afraid to sort of pour more money into it because then it's going to increase the cost of formula, which has already gone up 
significantly with inflation. And so, you know, this is something the Biden administration can do. They can say, we will pay the difference. Uh, we will get more people in so that you're running 24-7 and the, we will foot the bill. We, we just we need a formula, a affordable formula produced right now today, and we will do whatever it takes to make that happen, because this is a priority and babies are our most precious natural resource. And you're not hearing that from the Biden administration. And you would be yeah, I, I'm quite surprised because that sounds like a public private partnership and they love yeah. those. Yeah. OK, yeah. so what is it that parents can do? Because I'm seeing all these warnings. No, don't don't do anything. What I'm not going to let my baby starve. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that I mean, I, I was probably getting a little whiskey in uh, my nipple when I was you know growing up with a bottle. Um, uh, you know, they had to have done a lot. Pardon me. It does explain a lot. Yeah. Um, but there had to be things that, you know, we were feeding our kids back in the day before formula that we can do again. Not for every child, the special needs children, but for the regular baby. So I'm going to push back a little bit on you with that. So most regular babies who don't have special needs, there's enough switching that you can do that you can find an alternative. If like, you know, the CVS brand is in, in stock, you could get like the Target brand. Like there, there's some wiggle room. With, okay, so it's you know, not a shortage. Average baby. Oh, it's not a shortage so for average babies as well. So it is, but not nearly to the extent that it is for babies who are on special formula. The special formula shortage is particularly acute. Um, and those are the majority of the parents that I'm hearing really panicked. Like the, the parents with the average baby, no health needs, just can take formula. Um, they can they can sort of run around to different stores and usually find something in stock. I'm not saying that that's right and that, you know, whatever. But Yeah, but it's not I a panic situation. The, right, right. And, and, I, and I think that that's... If, if I were that parent, that is what I would do. Um, the, the formulation of formula is really specific. And there are a lot of different uh, minerals and nutrients that are in there that you can't just do at home or you, you might not get precise. I spoke to a pediatrician actually in Texas. Her name is Whitney Morgan. And, um, and she told me, you know, I, I've seen babies come into my office and I've seen babies die when I was working in a hospital their parents tried to stretch a formula can and put more water in and it, it messes up their electrolytes very quickly and it can lead to hospitalization and death um, more easily than, than I think any people, anyone wants to consider. Um, but also one of the sort of scary things is, you know, all of these recipes and I sent her one of those recipes and I said, what do you think about this sort of break, break down the recipe? And she said, it is lacking in um, a couple nutrients that, you know, in the short term, we'll absolutely keep a baby alive. But in five months, we're going to notice some cognitive issues that um, are now, you know, permanently in place because this baby was not getting the brain food that they needed, basically. Um, so, you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, grew up on this homemade formula, but a lot of people didn't grow up. Um, there's uh, there, there's a lot of room for error, and we saw that room for error with what happened in, in the Abbott Formula Company. That you know they they were they had the best safety protocols in the world, and two babies died of the bacterial infection. Um, so I, I would really, really caution parents against um, DIYing formula because it can go really wrong really fast, um, and I think it's more dangerous than than the shortage. Oh, that's not an answer I wanted. 
<laughs> but I'm glad you told me the truth. I, I just, I mean, we don't understand how blessed we have been uh, as we are losing things. Nobody thinks of baby formula as, I mean, this, this is, you know, you, if, if this would become acute uh, for a long period of time, uh, it would change uh our society a lot of babies would yeah. die or i mean it's yeah. you don't even think of that because we're so used to having it yeah no absolutely and one of the first things that i i i have five kids and i i mostly breastfeed but i also understand that like life happens and one of the first things i did when COVID started was buy a couple of cans of formula just in case because we saw things flying off the shelves and i was like you know what going to have a couple cans. I'm breastfeeding my baby right now, but life happens. Things can change. And um, this is one thing that I'm scared of. Um, I'm scared of flying off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let me switch topics. Uh, you were, can you give me the, the, the tweet here still uh, from Keith Oberman? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I guess he's just sad in his nursing home tweeting things out, but he, he came after you yesterday because yeah. you were homeschooling. Mother's Day, actually. Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> on Mother's, Mother's Day. Day, perfect. Yeah, that's good. Uh, after Bethany had responded to Steve Steve Schmidt tweet, he, uh, Keith Olbermann said, I imagine putting homeschool mom in your bio and not understanding you've just ruined the lives of five innocent children. <laughs> this guy's the worst. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he's like a really sad human being, honestly. Like, we have this sort of saying in Yiddish, like Nebach, like, oh, this like poor soul. And that's honestly how I feel about him. Like he, yeah. I don't know if you remember, he went after Mitt Romney um, at, at Christmas time last year. No. Um, Romney posted a picture of his like beautiful, enormous family. That's right. like perfect in every way. Right. And he tweeted something like, this is like my worst nightmare or something. And it's like, that really says that's a lot about sad. you. Sad. It's, yeah, really it's really sad. sad. And anybody yeah, who really can't sad. see that homeschooling I mean, th- just what we've learned about the teachers unions and and CRT and and yep. SEL, all of these things. How do you not see that putting your your kids in the wrong school is mm-hmm. much, much worse, much worse? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I live in Montgomery County, Maryland, and the test scores that have been released about what happened over the last two years are mind blowing like oh i know the the uh, the abilities of children in middle school to do math went from like they were testing at like 60 70 percent um to about five percent on on level i will tell and you that's across the board oh i know i'll tell you i'm having a hard time with my kids in high school because they're just they're they just it it's like they just lost mm-hmm. i don't know well they did they lost two years and yeah. it, it they're just just struggling so hard to get anything back. We've just destroyed a generation. Yeah, um, no, we absolutely have. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Bethany. God yeah, bless. thank you so much, Glenn. You bet. Uh, you can uh, find her at her website, heroesofliberty.com, heroesofliberty.com, or follow her uh, at uh, Bethany Shondark. Bethany Shondark. Back in just a second. So GenuCell has extended your chance to get their most popular package for 60% off at GenuCell.com. Now, during this limited time opportunity, you can get their brand new ultra retinol cream for maximum anti-aging benefits with your purchase. GenuCell products use an amazing 
anti-aging technology. And it's hard to ignore uh, the results. My, my wife and my mom both love GenuCell. They've been using them for a long time now. Uh, you know, of course, I have the skin of a 20-year-old, so I don't need GenuCell quite yet. But uh, He keeps it in a box uh, in his bedroom. <laughs> it was a creepy <laughs> night. Uh, say hello to looking your best and goodbye to fine lines, wrinkles, and crow's feet under your eyes, bags, and even red blotchy skin. You're going to absolutely love your results, and that's guaranteed, or your money back. After that, after I mean, that's basically what they promise all the time. There's no risk here. Join GenuCell's best-in-class rewards program at checkout for an extra 10% off your order and get a complimentary sample gift as well. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. Now you can get the 60% off world-class skincare, GenuCell.com slash Beck. And right now, every most popular package includes GenuCell's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. The UN General Assembly now is voting to see who's going to fill that seat on the Human Rights Council uh, that uh, Russia has just vacated. Uh, Will it be Venezuela, Cuba? Oh, they're already on. Who else could it possibly be? It might be, you know, it might be, you know, that group of Nazis that escaped and are in, you know, the jungles of Argentina. It uh, might, be, might be those guys. You think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know, Stu. You never know. <laughs> no, you, well, sometimes you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> there are times that you do know. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to, uh, I have Sophie's Choice happening here. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, the world in war mm. or I have the economy that we haven't really hit yet. Gosh, those are both really important ones. Uh, you know, the war is, I think can wait a day. Don't you think? I mean, what's going on over there? I mean, not if you happen to be in Mariupol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I mean, you probably it's, think it's, it's not, probably can't really pretty wait. bad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the economy I think is, 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 is the bigger burning story right now because of, all of the markets tanking. I mean, we're seeing this in big in, in the in the regular stock markets. We're seeing it in the crypto markets. We're seeing it everywhere, all at once. And it does feel like we're leading towards something ugly, bad, bad. <laughs> well, first of all, on the markets, the reason why the markets are going down, anybody, because the Treasury and the Fed are no longer in uh, investing. In the market. That was something the Fed never did. But when the stock market got to be a little dicey and a little rough, the Fed decided to print up some money and invest in the stock market. Now they're having to sell those stocks. And so it's kind of like a free market again. So all of that free money is some of it. Some of it is going away. And that's what's happening. And you may have missed this if you watch mainstream media. Oh, yeah. But there was a debate a while ago about whether inflation was going to be transitory. <laughs> and uh, everyone on the mainstream media said it was. And yeah, everyone in the administration right. said it was. And you probably said it wasn't. You won that debate. I don't know if people even realize this, but like they're not even trying to say it anymore. They have now acknowledged, okay, we were wrong on that. Now you're seeing people like Powell uh, making moves, and, and you know he's a he is a 
He looks back at what happened in the Reagan administration, for example, when inflation was turned around in a positive light. He looked at that and said, you know, he, he's an acolyte of that school of thought, oddly. Now, he didn't do it early on. Now you're at the you point where you have to have Biden, the Biden administration helping to manage that process. And that's terrifying. It was yeah. scary when Reagan did it, honestly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely terrifying. And it's worse now because they're out of options. When you just if you just know what's happening in Japan and how Japan is spiraling uh, now and on the edge and can't pay their bills unless they continue to get bailed out by the Fed. Uh, and the Fed can't do it because they already gave them $7 trillion uh, at the end of last year. Oh, you didn't know that? $7 trillion. Hmm. They can't do it anymore or it'll cause more inflation here. We're kind of at the end of the road. Um, at least it wasn't $100 trillion. More than- <laughs> Could have been a hundred trillion. The Glenn Beck program. Why stop there? American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So when the when the Fed says they're going to fight inflation, it's ridiculous on how far behind they already are in reality. Their lack of movement has cost all of us, and it's going to make your credit card debt much more expensive. If you thought nineteen percent was high, wait until you see what happens happens in the coming weeks and months. Uh, already uh, to borrow money for um, a refi of your house, the average is now six point five point six five, I think five and a half percent. Now that's bad if you're wanting to buy a house, but if you want to pay off your uh, credit cards for a refi, that's fantastic. Five percent, five and a half percent, as opposed to nineteen percent. You can pay those things off, stay in your budget, and then once they're paid off, you can actually save more money. It's American Financing. They'll help you. Just call them. Get their advice now. No obligation. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. You can save 10 bucks on your Blaze TV subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So, yesterday, the mayor of Chicago, who's done a bang-up job, I mean, who could possibly say something in a negative way about the performance of Mayor Lightfoot? And she's done it with elegance and beauty. And class. Mm -hmm. And beauty. And beauty. And beauty. Mm -hmm. And class. Mm -hmm. And beauty. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's done all of that and so much more. And then yesterday she came out with a statement uh, that uh, said, you know, it's it's time to fight. You got to fight. Now is the time to fight, fight, fight. Uh, And so, you know, everybody's all up in arms about, you know, let's fight. She said to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, Supreme Court is coming for us next. Now, that doesn't sound like they're all going to put you in chains, does it? Uh, does anybody ever notice that these things don't happen? <laughs> is anybody like, yeah. you know, uh, that didn't happen? You know, th- there is that weird attention span thing that I think if we came up with a way to solve it, our society would be in a much better place. 
these stories that come up, they're the biggest story in the world. We have an opinion on it. They have an opinion on it. And then it just kind of goes away. It's like the transitory inflation thing. Like, that was a big story. We kept saying it's not transitory. And then it was just settled. But there was never a point where people said, oh, well, you know, Glenn Beck really nailed that one. That doesn't happen. No. That, that you know part it of is? it, if it would just happen. You, <sighs> you, know, you know why? Because we're all Dory the goldfish. We're all we're all Dory. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> that would that I I I will say. No, I do have two young children, but I don't quite. Re- she was forgetful, right? Does that yes? Was that it? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she would. Rem- she had short term memory be, problems. Yeah. Is that it? Okay, I have short term memory problems. Hey, I'm Dory. I have short term memory problems. That's the way it happened over and over again. Okay, Sarah's saying she's not a goldfish, so you may I'm not have- a goldfish. She's a whatever fish. She's a cartoon, Sarah. Let it go. The point, though, anyway. is that it, that would be like there are certain things that we can all talk about that would really improve our society. Man, that would be a great one. It would be just like, OK, hey, everybody, let's look back at that thing we were all talking about incessantly three months ago. Yeah, but we don't. And how did that turn out? And how should we adjust the next our perception of the next story based on what we learned wouldn't that be really interesting well it would be great if, if our society would do that it would be interesting too if just somebody just had a sense of memory in themselves but i don't think people see the i just don't think they see the hypocrisy in themselves making such a big deal out of calling for violence on january 6th use me as an example the New York Times used me as the prime example. Oh, this is so frustrating. Of, uh, of January 6th. And that's not what I said. Here's what the New York Times. Two days before a mob of Trump supporters invaded the United States Capitol, upending the nation's peaceful transition of power, leaving five people dead, the right-wing radio star Glenn Beck delivered a message to his flock of 10.5 million listeners. It's time to fight. Time to rip and claw and rake, Beck said. It's time to go to war, as the left went to war four years ago. Now, as the left went to war four years ago, clear what I said, but not in this particular context. Um, We talked to the New York Times for a week leading up to this article. We gave them the tapes. We told them exactly what it was. We gave them the actual quotes. They refused to print them until a correction two days later. Mr. Beck did not lobby for his listeners to invade the Capitol, and a day <laughs> later, he urged marchers to really kind of channel your inner Martin Luther King. That's just uh, adding that violence is just not who we've ever been. But the language he used on his January 4th show was typical aggressive rhetoric. You, you, you I mean, you guys blew this. You should have given him the January 5th show when you specifically said and not the, to even go to the event. This yeah. is before it was a riot right we were just like look there could be problems yeah and i don't think it's a good idea to even go to the january 5th uh, 6th rally yeah and uh oh you that's right you did give them that i did and they didn't put that in at all and i decided to skip the january 5th show to include the january 4th show where you weren't talking about going to the riot right or the rally and the uh the other was the january 6th transcript also anyway right where you um, said it was uh, what was going on was terrible so i'm looking at my tweets from january 6 i'm looking at other people that have uh, tweeted on january 6 and it's uh it's quite amazing how all of these people 
All of these people. Here's Ted Cruz. Those storming the Capitol need to stop now. The Constitution protects peaceful protests, but violence from the left and right is always wrong. So they need to stop now, and it's always wrong. And yet, Ted Cruz, you know, he's a maniac. Mm. But look at what, you know, Lightfoot is saying up in Chicago. Look that President Biden is not condemning the, I believe, terrorist activities of those who are marching in i mean what is the definition of terrorism it's to gain it's to get a political viewpoint changed into the favor of the people causing terror Hmm. well if i'm in one of those houses with the supreme court or even in the neighborhood i feel terrorized 100 percent. what it is it is And, and we should remind people that this has not even occurred yet this these protests, this you know, firebombing of pro-life centers is occurring before the ruling has come out. It's not even official. Right. It was a draft. We have no idea what it's going to look like. It could overturn Roe versus Wade. It might change. We have no idea. So during the protest on January sixth, here's what Kevin McCarthy, that radical extremist, this is what he said: What is unfolding is unacceptable and un-America, un-American. It has to stop. Hmm, because that's weird. I haven't heard the White House say these things. Why? We know why. And it's about time America starts just feeling comfortable saying it. Because the Democratic Party has been taken over by absolute radical Marxists who are looking to destroy our country and our unity. That's what's happening. And I don't put all Democrats into that. I think a lot of Democrats, you know, just look at the Democratic Party as the Democratic Party used to be. A lot of people are just getting their their news from, uh, oh, I don't know, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and they don't realize what's about to happen. And so they'll just listen to more of these lies. You can't lie the way this administration lies. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's lots of times that I would watch Donald Trump and I'd be like, that's not right. No, that's not right. But Donald Trump, and it's not whataboutism at all. He shouldn't have done it. I wish he wouldn't have. Uh, But, you know, with Donald Trump, you know that going in. You know that going in. Has anybody believed that everything he has ever built is actually the most luxurious, the best of fill in the blank? How dare ever? you? How dare you? Yeah. You typical anti Trump extremist. I know. No, but I mean, you know, that's he's. Look, he described what that he process in his book. Yes, I, mean, I, I, what he I read The Art of the Deal when I was like 12. Yeah. And he goes through that specifically. He, he talks about how you, know, you, you exaggerate knowingly. It's just part of the process. It's part of how you do it. And then you have to look at everything he says in that context because usually there's some sort of negotiation behind it. That's mm-hmm. usually... You know, usually the way he works. And that's okay. You know, I mean, I think we all understand that with Donald Trump. You know, we're told, though, that these other guys are nothing but truth tellers. And man, if I don't see just as much exaggeration from them as we'd ever see from Donald Trump. No, and I also see 
actual dangerous lies. Dangerous lies. Uh, what we're doing with uh, oil and gas is not affecting this at all. This is all Putin. That's a dangerous lie. Mm-hmm. That one's in particularly in particular uh, bizarre because he went to his own voters and said to elect me, I will stop fossil fuels in, in 10 years. Right. Like I will I will not do all these crazy things they're doing to expand fossil fuel use. And then he comes back to the American people when their gas prices are high and says, I've done nothing to affect these prices. I've done nothing to affect the supply. In fact, we have more supply now than ever. And it's just these these oil companies that just won't pump the oil. And then he goes back to his side and says, these oil companies, all they want to do is pump oil because they're so greedy. I mean, it, uh, he's saying the exact opposite. Of, I know because, uh, and, no because one calls and, him on and this is the problem. We have an opportunity to get out of this right now. We could supply the world with oil and energy. We could supply our farmers with oil and energy, but we choose not to. So we are going to go through really tough times. Mark this down on your calendar. I believe in the next two years, we are going to see massive starvation. Hopefully not in this hemisphere, but absolutely positively for sure. We will see starvation like we haven't seen perhaps even in our lifetime. Massive starvation. And that's not counting what won't be seen in China, but on the African continent. And here's the worst part of it. We all know it's coming. Anybody who is paying attention knows it's coming. And what are we doing about it? We're intentionally sabotaging our own farmers and our own energy system. So when the time comes, when all of these people are starving, remember, it was the conservatives who were standing up going, guys, you are going to kill people with this. You are going to be responsible for the deaths of millions We are not going to be in the position to help like we have in the past. And that is the biggest American tragedy. Oh, and by the way, other countries south of our border will also be starving. And how are we going to help them? Or will we just allow them to come across and help themselves? This, we are setting ourselves up for something beyond the great depression i just hope that those within the sound of my voice are taking this next election seriously and i say that knowing that many people in congress and the senate listen to this program you have no idea what's about to hit you guys you have no idea we have got to start where is the plan from the republicans where is it back in a minute so may i suggest that you make a plan um i just read an article from um 
uh, Kawasaki, the uh, writer of Rich Man, uh, Rich uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and uh, in it he said silver and gold. He just bought twenty five hundred uh, ounces of silver recently. He said I think silver is underpriced right now, and I think it's going to play a very important role. I think so too. I think so too. Um, silver is going to be very important in the future because you can use it to make things, but also you can use it to trade for things if things got really bad. Goldline right now is giving away their most popular products ever, the Silver Maple Flex Bar. I think that's two ounces of uh, silver. It's uh, minted by the Canadian Mint, and with every gold legal tender bar pack you acquire, you're going to receive a free Maple Flex uh, silver bar at no cost. Last time this uh, offer was presented, uh, years ago, they sold out in about three days. What this is, is a gold, they're like gold chiclets. They're small, broken up pieces of gold that are, again, made, I think, from the Canadian Mint, so they're all measured and weighted and marked. And they're in small amounts, so you could use them should the crap hit the fan. But also silver as well. So you get the silver with the gold. You get the silver for free. Call them right now. Do your own homework, please. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, if you love meat, expect to be poorer. Um, It looks like we are headed now for the meat prices that will be the highest level in generations. Mm. In generations. Um, That's, you know, that's good. That's good. Uh, You know, I'm sure the inflation on the meat prices, that's, you know, just temporary. It's just going to. Transitory? Yeah, transitory. Uh, We're looking now another 6 to 7% more for beef. Uh, Pork products increased about 5%. And uh, chicken, more than 8%. Uh, And, uh, you know, of course, you know, if you're eating out, that's going to be even more expensive. The problem is there's a shortage of just a couple of things: um, labor, mm-hmm. fuel, okay, so that's not feed. Bad. Oh, that too. Okay. Yeah, and, and fertilizer, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, good. We got plenty of ranchers. We got plenty of ranchers, and uh, they have the cows. They just can't afford to feed them. Now, here's the good news: um, while prices uh, beef in store, you know, in stores is uh, increasing. Uh, there's no additional profits that are being made by the ranchers. So the ranchers are struggling. They're not, there's none of that grease, you know, nobody's getting rich on this, which is nice. Um, And because the feed costs are so high, they decided to plant a lot of soybean instead of um, corn. But that, well, that's good because they don't have to have more fertilizer Corn also feeds, you know, a lot of the chickens and and stuff like that. And so we're going to have less corn, um, you know, next year. Hmm. And uh, also that affects the cattle feed as well. But other than that, the price soon is going to come down. The Glenn Beck Program.